thank you for tuning in to BAM Flagstaff. I am your host, James motherfucking Young. And this is the precursor to episode one, man, before episode one. But this is part two. Last time, y'all, I was solo. I'm not solo today. No, I got one of my very close friends, man. My player, partner, Pimp, Justin motherfucking W, a.k.a. Hollywood, a.k.a. Playboy. Yes, sir. A.k.a. if you don't know, you won't know. You bitch, you. Hey, take the ski mask off, man. We ain't robbing nobody. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> what's up with it, bro? Man, what's up? Shit, I haven't seen you in about a week, bro. No, you Took out. a vacation from work, went to Los Angeles, saw a bunch of cool shit. Didn't want to come back. I don't blame you. I absolutely did not want to come back, man. But it was raining every day. <laughs> that was kind of garbage. Um, but enough about me. Let's talk about you. How was work, man? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to quit. Oh, <laughs> uh, you still working two jobs? <laughs> nah, I quit my other one today. No to be there. shit. Yeah. You were supposed to be there right now. I was supposed to be there at, yeah, 2.50. It's like 5 o'clock. <laughs> I feel special because you are on this podcast with me when you could be chasing it back. Thank you for being here, yeah, man. No, thank thank you. you. Shit, what made you want to quit Tesla? It's just too much, bro. Fucking uh, 18-hour days, 16-hour days, you know what I mean? Getting four or five hours of sleep a night, getting back at it. You know what I mean? I can't do it no more, man. Hmm. You know, I recall somebody saying to you... <laughs> <laughs> You're like a candle burning at both ends, man. And you can't do this for very long. I recall who who said that to you? You know, I don't recall, bro. You know, uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Probably you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, it was me, man. Well, shit, I'm glad. I mean, hopefully, we get back to, you know, 40 hour work weeks up on the line. Man, I hope. You know, because um, we got to do more than just cook up on here, man. We got we to cook actual food. Shit, cutting niggas hours, they didn't cut nobody hours at night, which is some bullshit. But all things considered, it sounds like you're doing pretty good. I'm doing quite well, yeah, to be honest. I'm glad to hear that, man. Life is a blessing, bro. Oh, so shit, um, for the listeners that don't know, you're one of the big factors in me wanting to pursue stand-up comedy, like, seriously, and actually go to open mics and commit to writing jokes and shit like no that. Shit. Yeah, man. You, yeah, No, thank you, motherfucker. Because you, like, you came to me at work and you were like, yeah, bro, I think you for real should give it a shot. Because these two motherfuckers that you don't like and don't like you, two of the servers that I always had issues with, <laughs> He explained to me that they think you're fucking funny, so I think you should for real try and do this. Like, if people that you know hate you and that you hate laugh at shit you say, you might just be a funny motherfucker. Yeah, well, you is. You know, I think you have that, like, it factor when you walk in the room and, you, you know what I mean, you start bullshit with your friends or whoever's around you, you turn heads, homie, and all eyes go to you. Oh. And so that's that it factor, bro. You got mm-hmm. that, that, what do they call that, that star quality, homie. Yeah, you know well, I, mean? I appreciate that's hearing that. Is. I think it's just because I'm fucking tall and goofy looking, um, personally. I don't think I got no type of it factor, nigga. I'm just loud, ghetto, and tall. You gotta see me and hear me, goddammit. Oh, but you've been to each one of my open mics, man. I I will continuously be grateful for your fucking support over and over and over. Which one your favorite one? Which one? Uh, of, the, of the open mics that I've been to that you came inside. I think it, I would go back to the original one where it all started, bro. The motherfucking boundary. Oh. Yeah. I think that, that first show, dude, that shit just had me dying, bro. <laughs> 
Bro, first show was crazy because I thought, all right, so this was like legitimately after we had talked about, you know, me trying to do some open mic shit. This was directly after, like, we got off of work, man, and I started researching open mics in town, and I found this one at the Foundry. And it was later that evening that, you know, the shit was happening. Like, this was all super <laughs> was like, last minute, yep, bro. Last minute, bro. That day you found out, and that night you went, bro. Man, and I thought it was an open mic. Nigga, this was a whole-ass variety show where motherfuckers went up there with 30 <laughs> minutes of prepared material. And they chose me to close out. That's the crazy thing. And honestly, like, if, if I wouldn't have had you there and the, the support that I did have there, if I wouldn't have had y'all there, bro, I would have fucking left. Yeah. Your cousin Zeno, did he show Man, up? yeah, my cousin Zeno, that was huge. Shout out Zeno Joyce, my nigga, man. Uh, like, I, felt, I zeroed in on y'all, but I could still, like, the white noise of the crowd, I could still hear all that, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they were laughing, they were enjoying the show. Um, but I zeroed in on you guys because that was my comfort zone. You Most feel definitely, me? Yeah. And I, I feel like that's why the show may have been so good. Even though and I and I mentioned this in the first episode, the before episode one podcast that I did last week before leaving to California. I mentioned the fucking gay Karen that heckled me, bro, and I didn't know oh, gay yeah. Karen's were a fucking thing. Like how are you a lesbian bitch, but you're offended by things that I'm saying that don't affect you? Yeah, I don't get that either. How do you think I handled that situation? <laughs> Hat in the hall. Overall. Let me walk that back. <laughs> you want to get into that really? <laughs> <laughs> How would you have handled that situation? I, you know, to be honest, I, I couldn't tell you, bro. I've never been on a stage like that and had to tell jokes in front of people and have people heckle me and talk <laughs> shit to me while I'm telling my jokes. To be honest, I don't know how I'd handle that. I probably trip the fuck out. But, you know, fuck you, bitch. You know what I mean? Dip, but... You know, I think you handled it pretty well. You didn't lose your cool too bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I like, I low key tripped her. I didn't really trip on her, but I, if you're gonna fucking heckle me, bro, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna throw you in my bit. That's that's yeah. what that's what I see. Like really good comedians do. When somebody starts heckling them, they let them get their point across. And they throw them in the bin. And, they, and this was like my first time with crowd work. Yeah. And I just fucking opened up on this lady, bro. Like, you can, you, you know, when black folks are real passionate, they talk about something, their voice get up real high. Like this, nigga, what? <laughs> I went all the way there with that bitch, bro. My blackness went from, I was at a cool, like, what? 60% on the ghetto scale. It was cool, yeah. Right? I went. Bad. I went from 60 to like 120, nigga. Like <laughs> Bam! <laughs> this bitch ain't do nothing but just shake her head no because I was like, how you know black folks couldn't swim? <laughs> Slavery wouldn't have happened. The bitch just sat back and, ugh. Shaking her head. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. <laughs> bitch, you're not black! How what? does this affect you? Like, how are you, you offended? You mad because I pointed out something that your grandfather probably did? Yeah, bitch, I'm talking the same generation. Because your ass is about 85 years old, old bitch. Why bring up Grandpa Bob like that? <laughs> I think she was mad, bro, because her wife, right? Her wife was loving the set that I had put together, bro. Her wife was fucking knee slapping, belly laughs, man. It was all good. Like, the crowd was loving the shit that I did, man. But this one person, like, I, I wanted her to laugh the most, and she just wouldn't. And But I feel like the reason why she wouldn't is because she don't get that reaction out of her woman at home. I know if I was at a show with my woman, right, and it's yeah. a nigga on stage, and he getting a reaction out of her that I can't, I'm like, 
the fuck is this nigga doing that I'm not? Yeah. Do you feel the same way? I, I, yeah, I feel that. Actually, so, yeah, that, that's what I summed that up to, you know. And then I, I, I wrapped my set up early. I had a prepared, like, 15 minutes of jokes, man, but I only ended up telling, like, what, eight minutes? It was about seven, eight minutes. Seven, eight yeah. minutes of material. Yeah. Um, but I wrapped it up in a classy way, man, and they loved it. And you were a huge part of that, even though you didn't help a nigga rehearse. <laughs> I was trying to get a hold of your ass for the longest time. Like, hey, bro. <laughs> you didn't get a hold of Justin. You got dusted. <laughs> I got, I got. you know, you know how you order shit off a of wish, and it's nothing like what it's advertised to be. <laughs> That was what I got with Dustin, bro, trying to rehearse my fucking act. I, I was trying to get a hold of you for like two hours, man. And I think you were busy in meetings or with other shit. Um, but Dustin, I was able to get a hold of him, right? And you showed up to the show, man. You were you were my ride. My car was broke down. You was yeah. my ride. But you, you know what? I think uh, Joe showed up instead yeah. earlier. So I was right next door at the next Right. Trail. You were right. Yeah. Joe did. My nigga Oakland Joe, shout out, man. That boy got some, he got some vicious beats coming up. Like, he sent me some of the shit he's been producing lately. It's fire. Like, man, he ain't been rapping no more. He's been producing. Yeah, the show was awesome, man. Like I said, you were my ride there. Uh, Thank you. My car was fucking broken down. My shit out of commission uh the heater didn't work it was snowing it was really fucking cold and it was last minute man i'm like i'm kind of amazed with the what i put together in that amount of time that i did because i legitimately rehearsed it and i couldn't get a hold of you i had to settle for fucking dustin (laughs) and the whole time i'm going over my set with this man i'm on the phone bro like hey just sit back and listen please he's like okay bro i got you i got you bro i got you I get into like jokes, right? About two minutes into my first joke, the the um, social media. Oh, yeah. I'm happy these days. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I start, like as soon as I mention MySpace, this motherfucker, yo, you should like do this and this and this. And I'm like, my guy, I'm not asking for your input. I'm just asking for your help so I can get rid of these nerves. Yeah. You feel me? And I feel like if you were there, it, it wouldn't have happened like that. <laughs> yeah, I was meeting. Bro. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my bad, but real cool. Uh, I was in meetings, bro. But I have one question though. Can you put me in a joke? <laughs> <laughs> bro, that was the fucking biggest thing. He's like, you can roast me if you want, bro. Like, I'm gonna be there. Uh, put me in one of your jokes. I'm, I'm gonna come support. This motherfucker didn't even show up. I was like, yeah, dude, I could have put you in a joke, and you wouldn't have been here to defend yourself. That's a coward move. Nigga, fuck that. But it's okay. It was still love, man. Um, the show went really fucking well. Like I said, I was very happy with what I put together in that short period of time. And zeroing in, zeroing in on y'all yeah. is what helped get me through that. Because I almost broke down on Karen and yeah. really lit her ass up. But I just told her to smile. You white in America, smile. <laughs> I remember that, you told bro. Told me to say fucking you up. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, man. <laughs> I, I wish you could have been at the Awakava open mic that I recently did um, before going to Los Angeles. That one went really well as well. 
and I think your ass was just no, you was at work. That's when you work. was working at Tesla. Yeah. Hey, did, did they give you a discount on some car parts? Shoes, no, yo, no, I get real good benefits though. <laughs> Do you still yeah. get them benefits? My oh shit, you might some... want to move your vehicle. Yeah, let's move. You can get a little bit closer to my car just till uh, we finish finish this up. Now that we all moved and parked and situated, um, yeah, man, I wish you could have been at that last one. It went really well. Uh, I didn't really drop none of my material. Um, I stopped using the mic because the fucked up echo and everything. Um, but it went really well. And I've been having a lot of fun with this, man. I look forward to everything that's going to happen from here out. Yes, you got some stuff planned coming up, don't we? got we? a lot of good shit coming yes, up. Um, April 1st, we got the April Foolin'. Comedy Social at Connection Trail. There's an open mic damn near every night of the fucking week now. Um, so, yeah, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to that. Yeah. Justin, man, thank you for joining me today. You're welcome, bro. And everything that, you know what I mean, you've helped contribute toward this, pushing me to do all this, um, making the flyers, helping me get the flyers out, all the social media work you've put in, man. Thank you so, welcome, so much. Bro. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you all enjoyed this. I'm high as shit. Uh, you high? Uh, you still? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna fade it, bro. All right, drive safe, player. Hey, yeah, Thank good. you for joining me on Bam Flagstaff, and I'll catch y'all Saturday with my next guest, Ryan Gordon, um, local funny guy, hippie stand-up comedian, and fellow stoner. Tune in. We out. <laughs>